Hi besties, and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. A show where we talk about all things drag, because we are semi-qualified to speak on it. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Mwah, Cynthia Kiss. And we're together, again. Together, forever. <laughs> Best friends, yay! Yes, we're shooting another, we're recording another episode in person, IRL. I know. I that... drove here. Yes, on the back, she took number two. She took the number two highway. Mm-hmm. I don't like big highways, and you don't either. I didn't want to take the 401. No, I don't, I don't like the 401. It's scary. No, it's horrifying. I remember one time I had... Um, I just got off a flight and I was off of like a few hours sleep and I went to go to the gym and it was really, really foggy and it was like not winter, but not spring yet. It was mm-hmm. kind of that in between time. And I got on the highway and a truck went by me. I would say so fast, like so fast. It's like the truck. It, it felt like it was going like 200 miles an hour mm-hmm. and just scared the shit out of me to the point where like I started sweating and I, at the at one point I started screaming and then I just pulled over on the side of the road and cried for 20 minutes. <laughs> you can't, it's dangerous to drive slow. Yeah, you That's have to thing. go fast. You can't slow down. You actually shouldn't be slow. Mm-hmm. So that even happened to me on the two. Oh. I saw there was a sign where it says if you're going to drive slower, hang to the right or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's like a rule of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I am I am still like a new driver. Like yeah, I know yeah, I joke yeah. about it all the time. It's been a couple years, but it's not like every day. I don't have a commute to like. You have to go on the, the, the slower side. You can't be in the passing lane no you can't don't be in the do not go in the passing lane i am the girly who is always in the slower side you have to be i'm always yeah yeah yeah. the only thing i don't like about the slower side and highways is you have to move out of the slower side to let people in yes and but then i'm in the passing highway i'm in the passing lane and my my slow body doesn't like that yeah i had to listen to classical music at first to keep me calm and then we could switch over to virgin do you know what i do Mm. podcasts I want to do so bad. You know, we're podcast girlies. Yeah. But um, my dad's old car doesn't have Bluetooth. Oh. <laughs> I got in the car and I was like, y'all got Bluetooth? <laughs> and he was like, no, 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 no. That's the newer one I drive. And I was oh, like, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> I was like, sat in. And I was like, well, I guess well, I'm not listening. Should, you know what you should have done? What? AirPods. No. <laughs> That's dangerous. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. I don't know if I told, if I, did we talk about this, how everybody made fun of me not having AirPods? Yeah. Juice came with us to the Northwest Territories. We went to Yellowknife for their pride and we just couldn't stop trolling her because she didn't have AirPods. AirPod Pros. AirPod, well, because I used analog cord. Analog cord headphones. And Kendall Gender had the most visceral reaction to it. Yeah. I remember her holding her chest in full shock being like, I just don't understand how you use those. <laughs> By the end of the trip, Juice was just like, I just really want to spend money when I'm with you guys. Like, I, I constantly just want to buy things. I did. We I love retail. Money. Retail therapy. I came home and Mr. Box was just like, I guess if you need to buy these things, buy them, I guess. But wouldn't you say you love them now? Oh, they're life-changing. They're life-changing. They're Crying baby. Gone. 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 Me in the grocery store. I am the main character. You are officially the main character with, with that noise cancellation. Oh, that I have nothing. And you oh, nothing. I love that feeling. I love that feeling too. And it just goes, yep. mm-hmm. and it turns it off. Sometimes I'm walking around and I forget that I don't have noise cancellation on. And I'm like, I can barely hear my podcast. And then the joy <laughs> that comes. It's just, they're the best. I'm glad you like them. And that was a word from our sponsor, Apple. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> A little niche brand. Imagine. Oh, oh my god. Oh hi. Sorry. So we're we're doing the pot at my house right now. So Molly is coming to visit. Molly the dog. Hello, Molly. 
Aw, so cute. Anyways, we should get to the episode. We should dive in. So So we are on episode seven of Canada's Drag Race season three. Season three. For our Quebec listeners. For season three. For our <laughs> Quebec listeners. We are on the Rusical episode. We have, and you're a Rusical loser. You're a loser. <laughs> you won it. Oh well, my God. Well, no, I, I understood where your brain went there. I, that was definitely a highlight for me on the show. You were great in it, yeah. but you, my runway that particular episode was not that strong. Was it the clown? That was the clown. Ah, was the clown that was the You should have won the Rusical. Well, I think. Had my had my runway been stronger, I could have I could have yeah. snatched it. When you did the you have to refresh my memory. Yeah. When you did the musical, did they praise your singing or did they just rip apart your runway? I didn't make it top three, so you I were safe. I was safe. Oh. So they didn't even talk to me. Oh, great. Yeah. So for context, if you don't make the top or bottom, you don't get feedback. So on the show, I had just sung my little heart out in this very vulnerable way. And sung or sang my heart out? No, no, you, you said it. Sorry, right. I thought you laughed because I said it like, dramatically <laughs> my, wrong. And you just sung my little heart out? Okay. I, I sang my little heart out and I didn't get to hear any feedback. So I actually thought I did a really bad job. No, you're great. And it's a competition. So even my like with my friends there, no one was going to be like, oh my God, you were so, 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 so good. Like, really? It was kind of just like, you did a great job. Stephanie Prince said I took it too seriously. And I was like... Oh my god! I feel like I just embarrassed myself. She's such a bitch. Yeah, no, literally. We were when we were in Untucked. She was like, "I think you took it so seriously." Yeah, it was kind of lame. And I was like, "Okay, I'm just like a musical theater geek. I'm trying to like give that fantasy." So, the praise that has come since that episode aired is fantastic. Good, exciting news. The musical is now available to stream on Apple Music and Spotify as of yesterday it was i saw that <laughs> stream i saw that i make a scent every time do you <laughs> no i don't know i mean no i, I don't, don't think you make anything <laughs> i don't, think, we make I don't anything. think you make anything i'm pretty sure somewhere in that contract you signed yeah there's away. that's gone yeah no. you don't make a dime but if you want to listen to my voice um yeah on apple music and then i believe very very soon spotify if not already yes under the big top oh it's only apple music for now, I think. It's not that I was going li- to... No offense. Don't badmouth our sponsor this week. <laughs> Brought to you by Apple AirPods. Um, so yeah, we're going to that. So let's get right into the episode. So the girls hated Irma's lip sync. Yeah, they sit down post-elimination of Bombay. Yes. And yeah, the girls weren't into Irma's lip sync. It was so funny. And Irma's just like, what'd you guys think? And they were all like, um... Mm. <laughs> Did you like it? We didn't talk too much about it. Um, no, we, we we both said we didn't like it. I didn't like it. Remember we said that it was like another song was playing and then they put Table Dancer on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. I was... hung out with I hung out with Irma this weekend. Yes. And so I it's just it's really hard to like hear it from the person's perspective. They were like, I didn't think that was such a bad lip sync that they were getting very um, oh. the words defensive. Like they, they kind of were defending it. And Irma's a listener. So Irma's a listener. Irma. Why were you getting so defensive? No, I mean, <laughs> I just think overall it was, um, a un- yeah, it wasn't the strongest lip sync in the world, but like, yeah. that's not your strongest strength. Like, I, like if it was a comedy challenge instead of a lip sync for your life. Of Table Dancer. Table Dancer. It was, ta- it was the wrong song. Yeah. Table but dancer. we got an iconic move. You spin your fist one way and then you kind of roll your other. Yeah, I saw way. she made that TikTok and I was like, I don't remember that from the lip sync. That was the moment Brooklyn laughed at her. Oh, when she did that move, like literally, like snuffed. So okay, there's a lot to you know 
dissect and the girls are kind of giving it to her saying letting them know it wasn't a really strong lip sync mm-hmm. and we kind of agree and the girls are all very annoyed they're, the fierce. they're annoyed fierce is she's kind of you know there's like sore losers and then there's sore, sore winners, winners. <laughs> it's a thing like sometimes is she a sore winner yeah she is <laughs> she is there's one thing I'd be like, I won. And then it's another to be like, none of you believed in me. I am so <laughs> great. Like, and you didn't even see it coming. It's like, Fierce, you already won. You take it. You technically, it's it's not the classiest thing in the world to be like, remember when you also didn't believe in me? <laughs> like, they already know. They already know. They saw it. They're there. My favorite thing, though, is what Giselle, or not Giselle, what um, Viv said. I didn't underestimate you. I just didn't care. <laughs> I was like work bitch was that viv that was viv 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 is this was the first time in the whole series viv looked annoyed to me because mm-hmm. viv gives me the perpetual like happy will just push down her emotions like chronically positive chronically positive and this is the first time i was like oh she looks pissed i know but she's still smiling she's still smiling but it looks that smile looks forced what did she say she was like do we want to watch my hair recede live on television <laughs> She's like, I'm a little frustrated right now. Um, we love you, Vivian. Yes. And, you know, we watch the episode. You do get your deserved win later. But we will talk about that when we get to the maxi. Yes, 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 yes. But she's got the appetite for it. I feel like that's what production does sometimes. They, like, they kind of string you along and well, she's ready to fight. It's the Jan. It's the Jan edit. It's the Jan edit. Yeah, yeah. It's where they just never give it to you, never give it to you. Yeah. But did they I- ever give it to Jan? I don't think so. I don't think they ever gave it to Jan. No. <laughs> that's, oh. like, that's the ultimate... Poor Jan's Jan. gotta get Jan. Poor Jan. Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about the mini challenge? I have it. I wrote. I, I have it in my notes. Yeah. So it's cute. Brad come. But it's like the episode of Brad. Oh, Brad was hot in this episode. Brad was cute, but it was like heavily featuring Brad. Yeah, it was a very well. It was just like last week where it was very heavily featuring Tracy, mm-hmm. which I like. It's not like it's not always. Mm-hmm. Brooke, mm-hmm. but Brooke feels still feels like the main judge, but it For still sure. feels very like laid out across the three of them. A part of me was questioning if like they could have found other people. Like, if this was a fashion related thing, that's when I feel like Brad is totally like justified to be there. You don't think Brad was right for the singing? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> but we'll get to that. We start with um, this superhero mini challenge script oh, read in front of the, yeah, yeah, of the yeah, yeah, yeah. screen. All I wrote was, "Wow, this is so long." It was really long. Right? It was so long. It took a while to be funny, and I felt like. They must have not had time to really get familiar with the scripts because someone like Vivian was just clearly reading like for the first time. They all were. Yeah. They all were. And then like even Jada like made the joke of like she accidentally read the title Mm -hmm. where it was just like it was cute and funny and because it's just a mini challenge. But even then they there was no was there a winner of the mini challenge even? Kimmy. But what did she win? Um, I think she won some money. Oh, okay. Uh, Whatever. Because this episode was sponsored by um, Made New. So. Uh I believe it was it was twenty five hundred to make new. Oh, work. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I skipped. <laughs> I mean, it was skippable. It was skippable. It felt very. It just didn't make sense to the it episode. Was, it was straddling somewhere between cringe and funny. Like it was kind of here and there. Mm-hmm. So that's where it, I think that's when things start to feel long. It just didn't even feel like it was necessary because usually the mini challenge leads into like, well, you get to choose this for this, or you get to do this for this. And it felt like it was like, okay, here's some money. Anyways, here's the musical. Like it was yes. like, what, what does the mini challenge have to do with anything? They didn't have any kind of tie to it. And just like the real episode, we're going to do the same thing here on the podcast. <laughs> we're going to go right to the musical. <laughs> we're going to go right to the musical. Because <laughs> the mini had nothing to do. It had nothing to say. So we do find out it is 
Squirrel Friend. Squirrel's Trip. Squirrel's Trip. Squirrel's Trip, the Rusical. The Rusical. So they actually have to sing in this. Yes, they do. Like real singing. Yep, real singing, but not singing live. It's a pre-record lip sync which I, on stage. Which I found that there was trouble with, which we will get to. Mm-hmm. I agree as well. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, Brad's doing the voice work, which I think is like such a weird choice. But Espe- first, oh, we go. do casting on the couch. These girlies have to decide for themselves yes. who gets the roles each, right? And that gets stressful. Sometimes when they just say... Leave it amongst yourselves. (laughs) I actually find that the most stressful because there's no team leader. It's really, you just quickly see the character synopsis and you're like, "Uh, do I want this? I don't know. It could be like the difference between... But do you know what there could be? Sabotage. 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 So we start with um, Giselle wanting the role of Jill. Yes. Because there's a lack of singing. Essentially, she wants a role where she's really self-conscious of her singing voice. She could see that one as being somewhere she could give it character. Yes. Then we've got Ronnie. It's written to be this bitchy, delusional gaslighter. And yes. so everyone feels it's appropriate for Fierce to play to that, that role. Yes, I think I did too. I think everyone I think everyone in the world was like, yeah, that one makes sense. Yeah, that track. <laughs> Kimmy wants the challenging choreography of the role of Amber. Yeah. Which honestly, Fair. I get it. She's the dancer. The girls are being self-aware. They know what they can do and what they want. But then we have the role of Grace. And it's a heavy vocal role. Irma wants it. Because she wants to make her spot in the competition, but so does Jada. How did they, where did they end up deciding? Because I'm going to be very honest, when I was watching it, I couldn't decipher if Irma was Grace or if Jada was. This is the thing. The roles were kind of weirdly written. Right? But technically, at the very beginning, Irma wanted the role of that, like, vacation coordinator. The one that Jada ended up doing. That Jada eventually did. Because Jada was just like, no, I'm a singer. I'm better at this. And kind of just, like, puffed up her chest a bit. And it was like, I'm I'm taking this. Jada's a singer? You tell me you're from Toronto. She sings happy birthday. (laughs) She does sing happy birthday. I love when Jada sings happy birthday. See? Yeah. So she's a little bit of a singer. (laughs) But then then Irma kind of keels over and, and takes the role of Jackie. Which I liked for her. I did. And I thought Irma could really sing, but we'll get there. And then Vivian kind of is left with the role of Kiki. She's worried. She's concerned. It was kind of system of elimination. And this particular role of Kiki is is another dancing part. Yeah. Which for Vivian, she doesn't, that's not in her wheelhouse per se. So that was kind of her... Kind of uh, being a little more vulnerable, but she takes the risk. That shocks me a bit that she's not a dancing girl. She's a bit more of a... Do you remember that duet she did with Giselle? Ooh, yes. And you were like, you like it because it's the way Rat Pack dances. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I think... I is, think that a, is that just a West Coast thing? <laughs> Shut the like, fuck up. <laughs> I love being in person so I can hit you. Just like, is that like a... Like, is that just everybody dances like that? Everyone looks like Shakira, <laughs> but no one dances like her. No, um, no, I would say Vivian is music. She has musicality to her movement. She's yes. got that like baseline five, six, seven, eight. Yes. Beyond that, I don't think she's like, oh, give me the the and beats, the one and the two and yeah, a yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't do the in betweens. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's very like this and this and this. Okay, I get it. Those are the roles, and then we dive into recording with none other than vocalists themselves. <laughs> Brad Brad Goreski. Brad Goreski. I think maybe the best singer I've ever heard in my life. No question, I've never heard them sing. Like, why? You've never is, heard Brad sing? Why is Brad there? 
Brad, if you're listening, you're not. Uh, if you're listening, um, could you send me and Cynthia a voice note? I want to hear the vocal stylings. They're, I doubt they can sing. I I think that was the camp part of it. It was that Brad can't sing. So that's why they did it. But why didn't they have Jeremy do it? Because why Jeremy's didn't they have the Jeremy guest Jeremy Dutcher. Jeremy Dutcher, who I I, th- I will say I did not know who they were. And then I looked them up after and I was just like, okay, this is a musicologist, mm-hmm. a vocalist, an opera singer. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they doing this? I don't understand. I felt like if they're going to have them as the, the guest judge, they could have easily been there the ne- like the day prior to do the recording. Easily. Maybe easily. it came down to budget or COVID. I don't know. I'm, giving, I'm making excuses. <laughs> I thought it was a, co- a COVID thing. I was like, yeah. we just really double, triple dipping into the guest judges or giving them more airtime. Maybe. It just felt weird. Like last week, Tracy, yes, I get it for the commercials. She oh, Tracy was great for that. a media mogul, like yeah. in front of camera. Brad is a stylist to the stars and a TV personality. He's never done anything in music. I just found it strange. Brad, we're very excited to hear your next single. Um, Take my top off. <laughs> Take my top off. <laughs> the fashion inspired um next trans pop hit mm-hmm. uh, my my pop icon mm-hmm. bradley gresky oh i thought you said trans pop hit no like trans like trans like trans trans but not be not trans like transgender like trans <laughs> oh my god <laughs> did i say trans i heard it that I way i think i said trans it was the soft uh, C. Soft, soft C. I think i actually said trans we can kind of go over highlights of the recording who in your mind when they were recording surprised you or got you excited? Irma. Irma. Because she could actually sing. Mm -hmm. She could really hold her own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt like everyone kind of just like sang song, sang then didn't sing or were very like held back with it. Like they were nervous because that's nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. Especially for like someone, like if you're just someone who sings in the car. I am a car singer. Mm -hmm. I I win Grammys. In In the car. car. (laughs) Oh, in the car? Diva. Highway 2? Diva? (laughs) Highway (laughs) 2? Yeah. I am hitting notes, but like on the drag <laughs> whistle race, tones. whistle tones, but vibrato, mm-hmm. all of it. But like on the drag race stage, mama, terrifying. And it's scary because all the girls have headphones to hear your live mic as well. <gasps> like no. everyone's headphones are hearing what you're doing on that recording oh, mic. I hate that. It's, it's like how you, how clearly you can hear us listeners. It's like that in your ears live on the stage. I, if I, if it were me, I would beg to go first. Oh, just to like... I would be like, I want to go first. To I, go. I want to get it done. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's terrifying. I hate that. Thank God I didn't make it to that. Well, we didn't have a rusical. Yeah, I, I wasn't... Did. I knew I could carry a tune, so that was a moment where I was kind of... Almost like the energy of like, we'll see Kim, Kimmy in the choreo. Yeah. Where she was like, I can do this. So like, I'm going to hold on to it. Yeah, 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 so that was a moment where I was like, yeah, you guys can like, listen to me sing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, then we go to Hollywood boot camp. Okay. Can we just for one minute? Hollywood's wig. <laughs> I was like, work, bitch. I liked it. I loved it. Okay, good. But I'm used to Hollywood. You know, I'm used to no hair Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I'm used to my bald icon. Mm-hmm. I'm used to a gentle chapeau. Mm-hmm. I'm not used to this beautiful curly bang. It was was it was it bang? Oh, curly bangs. Yes. And then just like right to the jaw bob. And when she turned around, you could tell that I know so Hollywood used to choreograph for Spice Queens. Yes. So we I've I've know Hollywood <clears throat> fairly well. And I know that face. Yes. You could tell that Hollywood turned around. He's like, I have been waiting to show you this wig for weeks. Yes. <laughs> Ready. It was sitting styled. Oh. On a dress. And he was like, 
Here we go. Today's the day. I can see the face when he first put it on, mm-hmm. of the way he was absolutely feeling himself, mm-hmm. the, the tiny finger dusting he was doing to it. I can see it all. I can see it all, Hollywood. Yeah. I, I see it and I love it. it was so when he turned around, I was like, work, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, um, I, again, I can't, I, I loved watching Kimmy get all the choreo so quickly. He was trying to stump her. Oh, it's it's almost fascinating how good she is mm-hmm. at choreo, you know? She's really, really good. I was watching it just like, oh, I would have been a mess. Yes. Especially with, like, the, the way the arm movements and mm-hmm. the, the legs and everything. I was just like, no, 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 no. Well, because he got to do that sassy moment with Vivian where she was like, I'm taking it in, but it's complicated. And he We're was like, like... The first two lines. It's <laughs> like, I am the prize, not the score. <laughs> I am the $100,000. $100,000 at the end of the stage. Is that what he said to you? Is that what he said to you? That's what he said to Viv. That's what he said to Viv. Mm-hmm. But he said it to the girls there too. And uh, I think it's like a Hollywood J-ism. It's an ism. Yeah. I love, I love her. <laughs> she, is the, she is the diva of the season. And then we see, so in the recording, Irma and Giselle, they're a duo for this. Yes. Because they're, they're a duet in, in the musical. Yes. So when they were recording, back to Brad for one second, we kind of saw Giselle be the weaker of the two because Irma oh. was doing okay with vocals. Oh, the singing was. But then we swap it. We Uno reverse that card. Mm-hmm. And then it's Giselle killing it with choreo and Irma really not getting the steps. Well, it's, it really felt like a recipe for disaster having them together. Yeah. Because they're both weak at one thing and it's... And it's either they're both weak at the opposite end of the spectrum mm-hmm. and then it turns into something magical or they're both bad at one thing and then it just crumbles. And here's the thing. It crumbles. There's auto-tune. So oh. you can make Giselle sound amazing and it's a pre-recorded track. Yes. You cannot auto-tune those steps. Which I still think it should have been sung live. Me fucking too. We're going to get there. We'll get into that. Thank you. <laughs> then we have, okay, so that was the that was the Hollywood Jade boot yes. camp. Yes, yes, We yes, saw yes, his yes. wig. Best cameo. Work, bitch. Then we have some heavy mirror chats in this episode. I feel like the mirror chats, anytime they steer like into like childhood trauma and like Mm -hmm. bullying those storylines, it's always just so sad. But then like we almost needed a trigger warning. A a little bit with the unaliving comments and stuff. Also, I feel like sometimes we always glaze over mirror chats. So I'm really happy we're talking about it this episode. I just write it down. I always feel like we forget about them. Well, we only talk about them when they're important important well sometimes they're important we've missed important ones that's true i shouldn't have said that like none of them in the past have been important i'm sorry listeners <laughs> all the listeners are like that wouldn't have been really to me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so we we kind of we hear the backstories of irma and growing up with a speech impediment and also giselle lullaby and their experience growing up queer like these were just really heavy topics i literally had a moment where i was just like i didn't realize that she had a speech impediment i thought she was just a new fee here just like, like is that offensive to say but she doesn't have the she doesn't have it anymore no well she might and she's just kind of a new fee but the it was ours for her and she definitely says her ours she says her ours fine yeah, yeah. but she does have that like draw that new fee draw well because it's like um her name like irma gerd it would have to be like irma good like, oh my god imagine if she the, still had it and then she like named herself irma good yeah <laughs> that'd be so funny and cute i would like that and she doesn't have it anymore no and i think that's a i don't know i loved her honest answer when she was like i don't think i'm over it yet like when vivian asked how did you get over that she, <laughs> she was like i'm not i'm not <laughs> i actually really appreciated that answer yeah because sometimes we're just not over shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And We're still th- dealing with our traumas. Oh, please. Me and trauma, BFFs. Uh, <laughs> and Giselle had a really emotional moment where she was talking about how she wanted to, uh, trigger warning, um, kill herself. Yeah. Unalive. Unalive herself. Um, in high school. And she had a 
guidance counselor. It was a guidance counselor who who had helped her through it, and then she was able to like shut them up, which was so sweet. Mm-hmm. It was so 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 sweet. Do you have anything like that where you had like a teacher in high school who was like your moment? Or I definitely had some supporters of like my artistic side who like mm-hmm. really like kind of let me realize that this could be a career for me. Oh, I love that. Like, it was really, like, validating to be like, keep doing this because one day this could be your career. Like, yeah. I had enough people rooting for me that... But were you, like, heavily bullied? Um, no. Oh, We could get into that. Bitch. We could get into that a little bit. Oh, really? Well, in, in another, in a future time. Okay. I, I think I was one of those unfortunate situations of, like, I was hurt at a young age and I turned that hurt onto others. Oh. <gasps> were you a bully? A little bit of one. A word. A little bit. Oh my god. Not brutal, but you know, there's a there's a sharpness. You to were them. you were a gay bully. A little bit. I love that. I love that. Like you know how like you Own can your hang pop. out with the like the popular girls as like the gay. Yeah. Uh. No. I would. That was not me. Well, that was. Oh, me. that was you. I was on student council. Oh, and, work. Like, I like. I threw prom and like I had a little bit of like a good clout. A little thing going for me. Oh. And so I really, I kind of, I think at one point. I, yeah, I, I needed to chill out in my 20s. But at one point this there, is, I was a little bit of a... This is why she's the pretty one. is because she hung out with the pretty girls in high school. <laughs> I was the... I had to find find my beauty. Get in, loser. Let's go shopping. Yeah, I'm the loser getting in the car. Yeah, let's go shopping. <laughs> she's in. <laughs> no, no, no. I was I was heavily bullied. Heavily, oh, heavily bullied. So oh, I mean, whatever. It made me the hot girl I am today. You know? Juice, we didn't talk about the most important mirror chat. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Data was fucked by a ghost. By a ghost. For those of you that found this out for the first time, this is Toronto canon. This is like legendary in Toronto. Like everyone in Toronto knows the story. Okay. So when she got on the show, I was just like, she has to talk about the booty hole ghost. She has to. If she doesn't talk about the booty hole ghost, if she gets eliminated before the booty hole ghost, I will never watch the show ever again. I will be devastated. So the fact that she, like, the moment I, I can see it happening, I could see her going. Uh, one time I, and I was like, it's, it's the booty hole ghost. I'm so excited. <laughs> so it's this, it's, so she kind of retro, she like grandfathered in a story, if you will. Yes. Cause she made it sound like that happened to her in a hotel room while she was there. No. Cause she was saying, she's like, yeah, my hotel room, the door opened. No, no, no. This is, this is vintage Toronto. This is a vintage. Like this happened like years ago. Okay, did I miss that? Or did she truly make it sound like it happened in the hotel room while she was here? For me, I was too blinded by joy. Okay. Um, so for me, I just, I have no idea. You know when they have to talk in the confessionals, like everything's happening present tense? Then maybe they told her to make it sound like it was more present, but this was quite literally like, this is like vintage Toronto. Like I this think, is... Oh God, right in listeners because i'm confused i hated the we story we have the episode right here we know there's no way we can check <laughs> listeners we need you more than ever <laughs> we can literally just turn it off nope there is no way because i i thought she was faking a story that happened to her in the hotel room while they were filming and i was like yeah right oh, no. i hope she was telling an old story she was telling a that was no, that no, because I I know that story, right? Yeah, I I've known that story for years. I was I was watching mm-hmm. the Instagram stories of yes. when she was live posting, like literally in her bed, going, "Oh my god, oh my god, guys, I just got fucked by a ghost." Like I remember watching them. Like that girl. I wish someone recorded them. There was literally like a string of stories. They were the funniest, funniest, and I feel like we've talked about this. We have. We have talked about we this. It was so funny. And, and, and listeners, I'm so happy you got to hear it yourselves. It is such a good story. It's so stupid. And she genuinely believes she got fucked by a ghost. Maybe she did. 
She's got to call 1-800-BOO. Boo. Boo. Uh, Boo. I love it. Okay, do we want to talk about main stage? Do we get there? Yeah, we could get right to the rusical. Oh, no, we have to talk about the looks. Well, like, Brooks looks. Brooks looks. Brooks. Jesus fucking Christ. I was furious. For the first time on season three. You hated it? I hated the way Brooklyn Heights looked. Get out of my house. Get out of my house right now. Bye. It was nice. Bye, Molly. <laughs> All right, get out. I loved it. This is how I want to look every day. Here is the thing. I, you're going to riff work real hard. Proportions. Proportionizing? I felt like the, the orchids on her wig made the wig look too heavy. The thing on the sleeve made her look wider than she is. The like everything, it was like just the wrong doses of everything. I wouldn't change a single material choice. I just would choose how much of it and where. I felt like it swallowed her. She's like seven feet in drag. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And I know a portrait would be beautiful of it. I just felt like the top flowers were teen too much. It's fine. <laughs> I thought it was so pretty but I like a like as you can tell like I like like flowers and wigs and stuff I'm pointing at the flowers mm-hmm. in my wigs right now um I like like I like shit like that so for me it was very my aesthetic mm-hmm. like if she were to be like juice mm-hmm. I'm trimming this mm-hmm. and I'm cutting it to your size and I'm giving you everything I would never not wear that it is really pretty it's very pretty I just think the just edits Edit. Edit. Mm-hmm. Edit. Edit and forget it. Edit and forget it. But speaking of edit, Tracy edited out half of her dress and it was all boobs. It was boobs. It was boobs. I was so happy. 1-800 boobs. It was boobs. Mm-hmm. Boob city. Mm-hmm. Boob city. And they looked great. They always do. Oh, I love her. She brings them to the yard. Mm-hmm. And then we had Brad, who I could swear put in a little bit of extensions in his hair for that bang look. I think he did. I think there was too. I think there was a little bit of like because his for and I'm gonna say this in such a nice way. Brad is Brad's hairline isn't Brad hairline isn't a 20 year old's hairline. No, 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 no. You know, and it felt like mm-hmm. the hairline looked a little fuller, fuller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there might have been a little extensions in the front. I think they slipped in a little, a little fall, a little unit, a little. And, leave and you know what? It's a drag show. You could put a unit in. <laughs> but I didn't like his suit. I liked his suit. I thought, I don't know what was going on with this episode. The, their looks, it didn't come together for me this week. So, really? Something about flowers and like fairy tale things. For me, they looked like they were all like, like, let's look whimsical. Mm-hmm. And it, for me, it felt very whimsical. But I love like whimsical, fun fashion. So for mm-hmm. me, it was very like on the nose. So I'm going to be biased. Like even Jeremy looked whimsical. Truly. Yeah. I love Jeremy's look the most. I did. Jeremy was hot. Jeremy had this like burgundy, like almost like Gaelic top like it looked medieval or like, and it was like fringy yeah it, like, had, it had ostrich feather on it there was ostrich feather oh yeah work yeah i love it i love it and then that's it and that was it that they was sit it. down and then we get to the rusical we start we go to the rusical what do you think of the rusical tell me what you thought we don't need to go through the whole you know details of every single thing but what did you think of the rusical i think we would have done it's so much more exciting when they are singing live For me, I wrote down, it felt like it's either they didn't know the words 
They didn't know the words. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was they just my computer that was like quickly, funny. They quickly recorded those. And then because it wasn't sing, sung live, they had zero pressure to memorize the words to that point where it's like, I'm singing this live. Do you know how many times I practice my little solo like yeah. to get it right? I feel as though. Did you sing live? Do you guys sing live? We sang live. And you didn't when, see it coming, coming. Didn't see it coming, coming. Didn't see it coming. coming. <laughs> the room would fill with our voices coming out of our mic. Like, oh, it was exhilarating and ty- terrifying all at the same time. But the this musical, musical tracks were pre-recorded and and dialogue was done on the yeah 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 yeah, yeah. in the hot mic. But um, it some of the people's tracks were so deeply auto tuned. Like I love Jada, but that there was some sweetener on those notes. That was, there was a lot. There was a little bit. There was a little bit of Melodyne in there. There there was some Melodyne. There was some sweetener. But I mean. Didn't you think she was over auto-tuned? I thought she was slightly over auto-tuned a little bit. I also felt like Giselle was very auto-tuned, but very necessarily. Um, I even felt like um, Fierce and Fierce and even Viv. I felt like it was all. It's as if there are girls. They're making look better. Than they should in this performance. That's odd. That's odd. That's odd that they would do that. And then certain people were left in the dust. Oh. Yeah. I felt like certain vocals just, it was, I felt like they were airbrushing around something that, I don't know, what's with the singing on this show? I sang my little heart out and they literally didn't even (laughs) acknowledge it. And then this season, they're auto-tuning it to this point where singing, no one was critiqued on singing. Did you notice that? Not a single critique was, your voice sounded like ABC. Yeah, and Irma was actually quite a good singer. Exactly. She was quite a good singer. And I think that's something about the musical is the good singers aren't the ones who excel. Which is bizarre because it's a singing challenge. (laughs) It's like they don't care. It it blows my mind. Yeah, well, I think it's it's an odd challenge for, for me to have a singing challenge for a drag show because we are known as lip singers. So to have all this thing being like, but why can't you think you're going home? I agree, Juice. Okay. But if it's going to be the challenge, I- that would be like not acknowledging humor in the Snatch Game. <laughs> like it's- Okay, fair. It's fair, 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 fair. Skating challenge. How'd you skate? Oh my God, I would go home. <laughs> like, uh, no. No, I agree. Dance challenge. How did you dance? I agree. I'm just trying, I think I'm trying to rationalize why they did it, but not that I agree with why they did it. I don't agree with it. You don't agree with it. Let burn it to the ground. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> so yeah, I thought the I thought the auto tune was kind of heavy handed, but um, I don't know who else stuck out to you. What was what were the things that popped into your mind? Well, I thought Irma was quite a good singer, although her dancing was not good. I know, and they kept using footage of her looking around and lost. Yeah, and the the choreo the choreo was not the one for her, and I liked Kimmy's dancing. Yes, although I will say the fact that half of her wig wasn't glued down yeah was very distracting to me why didn't she do that i think it might have been a timing thing it might have just Fair. come loose and i don't think i don't think jada knew her words when they were saying jada was holding back there was more for her character to give i truly think she wasn't off script no there was half of it where it was just kind of like watermelon 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 yes you it know? was strange I, I even felt like fierce for the first half of hers didn't have a lot of the words she had them for the second half but the first half there wasn't a lot of words there mm-hmm. um viv was great vivian was awesome vivian was awesome i felt like vivian was the was the best out of yes. all of them can i say something scandalous oh my god please vivian i love you so much you did such a good job on the musical oh no but the edit they didn't do a wide shot when she was dancing with the boys Oh. Because she probably didn't get the footing. (gasps) 
And they wanted it to, to look make like, her look like she got everything. Oh. I could see her already looking down. And then I they did, did the, that. I did see that. They, they did, did a tight shot. And I was like, and they were like, you didn't skip a beat. I was like, Tracy, stop gaslighting me. <laughs> <laughs> there were beats she skipped. We still love her, but there were beats there she were skipped. There were beats she skipped. It's almost as if they're making people better, better for a narrative. It was the one thing I had to say. Okay, no, that's fine. It's such a deserved week, a great win for her, um, which we'll get into the results. So I don't know. I love how we always... I know, we always jump to <laughs> Like, spoilers! We're like, she wins. Anyways. So um, she wins this week, and I understand why. She gave it great character. Her, the way she was so funny, but then also the stage presence, um, the way she just embodies a kooky, crazy mom. She's great. She's great. She's great. It was great. Great job. Loved it. Um, I'm trying to think of everybody else. We talked about Fierce. We talked about Viv. We talked about Kimmy. We talked about Irma. We talked about... We talked about everybody. Yeah. yeah. Overall, it was like a cute musical. I enjoyed it. I thought it was strange. It was no Kardashian, the musical. Yeah. Which is my personal favorite musical. Yeah. Kardashian's the musical. Um, but it was fine. It... There was one point where I was just like, where are we going here? The song about apologizing or like the song about confronting and not really meaning what you say but just saying it like the final closing number oh yeah i the closing numbers on all musicals never make sense to me yeah but this one just felt like it didn't ever go anywhere they never got to the hotel room that they wanted it was poorly written i know i hate saying that well but they didn't write it the girls didn't write it so who cares we can say it what are they gonna do not put us on all stars (laughs) exactly (laughs) Exactly. yeah i was i don't know i thought the writing was weird yeah the writing was weird i thought it was a little strange yeah a little sussy meh and now let's take a break for our sponsor, BetterHelp. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling down in the dumps? Feel like you need someone who isn't a friend or family member to talk about it? BetterHelp is the perfect neutral party. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Boom. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. We have a special offer to the semi-qualified Queens listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash SQQ. That's betterhelp.com slash SQQ. The special URL will be in the show notes. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Do we want to dive into the runways? Let's dive into the runways. Okay. I really, so I, something to say about the runways this season mm-hmm. is out of all three of our seasons. Yeah. I feel like the topics of the runway, like the call for the runways. The prompts. The prompts um, are some of the best. I agree. Yeah. They're very cool. Like dystopian is a very cool, right? The periodic table was like, although broad, very cool. Yeah. Are you listening? <laughs> uh, we liked it. We liked it. But yeah. The category for the runway was just that dystopian drag yes now we start off with the most basic of the looks yeah jada jada i said i said it was very suicide squad 
It gave me suicide. It gave me cosplay. It gave me fan expo. Yeah, it gave me fan expo. It gave yeah. me cosplay. It was cute. It felt very like if she was to do a runway for like a local competition. It wasn't drag race for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. you know? But I did enjoy the Church Street sign. It said yeah. Church Street and then turn up under it. For mm-hmm. I, for like Toronto people, that would be cute because Church Street is our gay village. Um, oh, so I really enjoyed that. Um, then we had Fierce in one of my top looks for the week. Oh, same. Very, very cool. She was giving us uh, purpley blue mm-hmm. underwater sea monster with yeah. the spiky teeth. And I, I'll give that to Fierce is that even though she's very much branded as that just like beauty queen, like very beautiful girl, her mm-hmm. runways are always more than just that. Yeah. It's more than just like a panty and mm-hmm. a bra, which is something that I would think I would expect from Fierce. But she's giving us like the the art history look last week. Mm-hmm. She gave us um that remember the the braids with the gold and the mirror mm-hmm. she gave us that she gave us she's giving us this this week so it's a very broad stroke of 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 look so and they're all beautiful this one is incredibly made yeah she's not scared to veer away from beauty yeah and cuz there's this was something like it wasn't beautiful it was incredible yeah so that it, makes sense. there was it, beauty, it beauty in the 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 gross of it exactly yeah and it was very well made and it's and you know what it is it's something lemon told me this um, and she was taught this by her mother, Jasmine Rice, is that um, ugly girls or pretty girls have the option to be ugly mm-hmm. and go back to being pretty. Mm-hmm. But ugly girls don't have that option. They don't. They don't. They don't. So pretty girls should always try and act a little ugly because they can just go back to being pretty again. I, f- I totally, I believe in that as well. <laughs> if that That's is like offensive, my pettiness. I didn't say it. That was Lemon who taught that to me. Uh, your gaslight in the audience. Gaslight the audience. <laughs> I think you're ready for all stars. <laughs> Remember when we got that message of somebody telling me to stop saying uh, gaslight every week? Do they really have a problem with it? Somebody wrote or somebody commented on one of our when we were doing uh, the TikToks for a while. Someone yeah. to, wrote on one of them. Uh, please stop saying you're being gaslit so much. You need to learn the definition <laughs> of gaslighting. And I was like, I think I know the definition of gaslighting. Stop gaslighting me. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that that was me. That was kind of the one thing yeah, I that, really yeah, got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was me just being a little bitch. A little bitch. Yeah. Um, okay, next on the runway, we've got Vivian Vanderpuss. I thought this was very Yavska. Do you know Yavska? Yavska? Yavska is a Toronto entertainer who was on Dragula. Um, and I'm going to show you Yavska right now, and you're going to be like, I get it. Mm-hmm. So for those of you watching and listening, look up Yavska. Um, so it was very, I thought it was very reminiscent of like, Absolutely. of Yavska. Mm-hmm. It was very inspired by kind of how they do their drag and their looks. Very like mask, puppeteering, mm-hmm. lots of, lots of like foam and things. I, I just kind of got, I, I didn't, I don't think it was like a cop out. Like mm-hmm. I don't think it was like stealing, but it was very reminiscent of Yavska's sort of style, which I enjoy. I think it's very cool. The one thing that bummed me out about Vivian's look is that it was just last week that we saw her in like beige. artist beige canvas. Yeah. Yeah. And this look was also pale and beige. Yeah. But I preferred this to last week's. Ditto. Yeah. But it was, it's the thing with fashion um, once you've seen it, you become kind of bored of it. Yeah. And so unfortunately that happened. The same case happened to Irma. 
because Lady Boom Boom walked out in cool tubes and stuff. Just a couple and then episodes Irma ago. walked out in cool tubes. I thought that too. I was just like, why does this feel like I've seen it? I felt really shitty. Irma's mm-hmm. look was great. I thought it was a strong look for her package this season. But yeah, because we had seen Boom Boom do a look with these tubes earlier, and they like moved like well, hers had um mechanics boom booms was astounding it was astounding so that's where i i kind of i saw i literally audibly sighed out loud when i saw irma yeah. walk down the runway because i felt bad well irma probably saw boom boom walk out and went oh no mm-hmm. you know because then they knew what their look was going to be yeah um but sometimes you don't have to reinvent the wheel just let it roll <laughs> it's my favorite boom boom we miss you i miss boom boom every day but what did we think about um kimmy not couture. Kimmy not couture. So it was reminiscent of her Bones runway. It which was, was reminiscent of her orange runway. Which, which was, was reminiscent, reminiscent of, of her. Yeah, <laughs> which was reminiscent. So it's all feeling very much like there's some kind of trend, mm-hmm. you know? We But we but Bosco wore a bra corset and a panty and it's, she... It's the exact same thing happening it's, right now. It's the exact same thing and it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You can do that. But I will say out of her bra corset and panties that she's worn, this is my favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would say with her, if her bone runway looked like this, mm-hmm. I would have preferred it. Cool. I would have liked it a lot more. Um, but I just wish that she just kind of stopped there because it feels like her, her runways are all sort of... Do you know, remember how we were talking about like fashion collections? Remember the mm-hmm. week where they all wore the same purple? Mm-hmm. It feels like she's making a fashion collection because mm-hmm. they all feel yeah. like they sit within the same realm. I completely agree. It's right? like a Miami beachwear collection yeah it's vampy it's got things attached to the bikinis but it's bikinis it's bikinis it's bikinis with a tiny with a Mm -hmm. tiny belt and a Mm high-waisted penny i'm finding myself at this point kimmy expecting you to wear something like this i would love a gown i would love you to wear a gown i would love a gown please i know this is already filmed but i'm really hoping next week there's a gown we see you take that feedback and pivot because i think she would look incredible in a gown she would look great in so many other things well remember her her um promo look mm-hmm. a mini dress stunning stun where where's anything like that anything but a bra and a panty it's getting weird well kimmy i'm really excited to see the bra and the panty next week um <laughs> It's getting weird. It's I'm getting like, weird. It's getting weird. I feel like I'm in the twilight. Weird's zone. a strange word to say, but it's getting predictable, and we don't want that. No, we don't want that. Um, but we forgot about Giselle. What <gasps> did we think of Giselle? It was my favorite look. I thought it was really cool. Oh my god, it was very like um, sci-fi glam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very sci-fi glam. Very cool. The blue I love beef. Oh, the the bodysuit, the the oxygen mm-hmm. mask thing in her nose. Um, the makeup, the hair, everything about it. I didn't think there was a thing wrong with it. I was obsessed with it. Yeah, it was really, it was a really strong look. Mm-hmm. And that, those were our runways. That was dystopian drag. Mm-hmm. The girls um, then find out the top winner of the week was Vivian Vanderpuss for her performance in the Rusical. She's out of the Jan edit. She's out of the Jan edit. She got her win. She got her win. And I think that was deserved. I agree. I agree. I think she was the best in the Rusical. And her runway was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So there was nothing wrong. She it, it, she would have to win this week. Yeah, I don't know who else would have really been in the running for that. I think Fierce and... Yes, sorry, Fierce. Fierce and Kimmy. I don't underestimate her. No, I think Fierce was the only other contender. No, Kimmy was really quite good in the... Um, in the Rusical. T, but those bikinis. I mean, it was still a beautiful look. I agree, but... But that's what held her back from winning. You can't wear the same thing four times. I mean, you can. Bosco. True. Bosco wear the same thing every week. 
It is true. And it, we love her. And we love her. We're obsessed with her. I will say, like, Kimmy does make me laugh. Kimmy makes me laugh a lot. There's these points where she leans into these just like, eh, and someone just sticks her tongue out <laughs> at the end of saying something kind of uh, awkward and yeah. weird. Yeah. That I'm like, I'm deciding she's like my little sister that I like. Her and Fierce give little sister energy. Little sister energy. Big sure. little sister energy, mm-hmm. right? The two of them. So they kind of bug me sometimes, but then... By the end of it, I'm laughing with them. Yes. They've made, they've like gotten in. They've like they won you over. Laugh. Yes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're right. They definitely were in the, con- um, they were up there as well. But mm-hmm. we gave it to Viv. Congratulations. Can you add in clapping, Anthony? No, no, just the soft, slow. <laughs> that might, it's probably not even catching my mic. <laughs> and who do we have in the bottom? Bottom is Jada, Irma, and Giselle. Mm hmm. Which I think makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's, it's only six left, right? Yeah. Down to the wire. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, if yeah. you're not in the top, you're in the bottom. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, it's not even like it's a deserved thing. Mm-hmm. It's just, if you're not in the top, mm-hmm. you know, you're, yeah. there's a chance for so you to go home. call at the gay bar. You're in the top or you're in the bottom. Closing time. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I mean, I guess it was deserved. Although I will say I didn't hate Irma in the musical but I didn't love her because mm-hmm. I thought her singing was some of the best out of the group. Um, and Giselle, I enjoyed in the musical, but I thought Giselle had the best runway. I agree with all these things. Yes. Riveting podcast. We just letting Juice talk and we agree. You're like riveting. Excellent. Perfect. What did we think of the tap dance? Actually, we didn't talk about that in the maxi, that tap dance moment. I think I blocked it out. I think I had an emotional response to it. And blocked it out. It's like they added it knowing it would be, cringe no matter who got that part well it felt like um it felt very like remember when thorgy got oh stevie nicks stevie nicks it felt like that was the part in the the rusical where it's just like no matter who gets this it's a downer it's a downer it will be a struggle and you need and it is like the hardest thing in the show to save mm-hmm. you know there's always one of those in a rusical where it's just like this is the part that will put you in the bottom unless you are so good yeah you know and unfortunately they just so yeah, it's our it's our duo, our duet from the musical in the bottom to perform together one more time on the main stage, but not with each other. Bum 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 against each other. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> I should podcast. You should right? podcast. You should you should go to podcast. We should we should get into this. You should get a podcast. Um, what did we think of this lip sync for their lives? I'm gonna say something controversial yet brave. Lay it on me. Out of all of the lip syncs this season, Giselle's performance in this lip sync was my favorite of the season. It was kind. It was so good. Mm-hmm. She had a very cool, sexy, sultry mm-hmm. thing about her. She mm-hmm. slowly built up the energy in the song. She felt every beat. Mm-hmm. She didn't slip up once. Even like I even there's moves that she did that like if anybody else did those moves, it makes me like viscerally angry because they're not done well mm-hmm. and she did them perfectly so well when like, she like was leaning down but then she like hopped onto on one her leg side. yeah it was well done. usually when people do that they do a running start leap and then fall into it and break their knees and it makes me crazy mm-hmm. i'm like what are you doing you're gonna hurt yourself your knees, your knees. giselle did it in this like ooh, mm-hmm. oh i just fell to the ground Ooh, it was, it was so good and then like that pump with the step mm-hmm. and I loved it. And I, I wasn't really a fan of the song when I first heard it. I was just like, oh, this is the song. And the way she did it, I was like, I would give money to her. Do you know that song? I don't know that song. I don't know the song either. Well, now I do. Yeah, but she sold it. She made me like the song. Yeah, and I, I agree. And it wasn't a song that I thought I would like. And it's like, if I saw her do that at a bar, I would I would give her money. Mm-hmm. It was great. And unfortunately, this wasn't a song where, again, you could lean into any sort of comedy. 
So Irma was left to just dance earnestly. Which I don't think she was bad. I just think Giselle was so good. She was way more into it. Oh my yeah. god, she was so into it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think anybody could have really beaten her. No. I think if even if it was Kimmy out there or Jada, I mm-hmm. think the way that Giselle understood the assignment, mm-hmm. she would have sent anybody home. I agree. I know. And unfortunately that's what happened. To Irma. To Irma. I'm so sorry. She said, Irma Gerd. Irma Gerd, I'm getting sent home. Irma Gerd, home. Irma Gerd. Dirt, dirt is to I'm Irma Gerd. My favorite one of those is uh, Venga Pape. Have you seen that one? Venga oh, Pape? Venga Pape. It's a little girl with like very, very thick eyeglasses and she has two finger puppets on her fingers. Mm. And under it's spelled F-E-N-G-A-P-A-P-I-T. And it's like she's saying, Venga Pape. <laughs> And for some, it makes me laugh so hard. Like, no matter how many times I see it. Well, the Irma Gerd, to me, reminds me of, like, back in the day meme comedy. Like, it's the most culture. millennial yeah. you could you could have. Like, Irma Gerd, Burt Mern. Yeah. And it's, like, a Batman yeah, 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 meme yeah, yeah. or whatever. It's cringy millennial humor yeah. is yeah. what it is. I heard recently that those things people put on the back of their phones. Are, are those cringy? Those are very millennial. Really? Yeah, the... The, the pop sockets? The pop sockets. Oh. Do you have one? No. I don't either. Look at us. Look at us. We're cool. We're young and cool. Our, all our Gen Z listeners, just so you know, we're not cringy. We are super cool. I should have said this at the top of the episode. I When I was touring um, across the Maritimes, the Atlantic, I met so many of the SQQ cuties. Oh, did you? Yes. I saw so many people on the road and it was so beautiful. Anytime someone says they listen to the podcast, I get so excited. Me too. It makes me really happy. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And also, wait, when is this coming out? This is coming out after Fan Expo. Yeah. Yeah. But we're gonna have, um, should we call up Irma? We've got her on the line. Oh, oh my god. I just completely just fell off. Yes, let's call Irma. Sorry, we went on a tangent. Let's call Irma. Do you have her number? Um, yeah, I saved it in my, I saved it in my phone. Okay, good. Okay, let's call her up. Paging Irma Gerd. She snot-rocketed her way into your heart. She invented a new dance move. She can't stop, won't stop making puns. Welcome to the Purd Cursed. It's Irma Gerd. Uh, uh, achoo! Oh, oh my Gerd. I got all over my shirt. <laughs> oh, no, I stole your thunder. Hi, gorgeous. And hi, gorgeous. How are you? I'm fantastic. What you can't see is that we are all three in drag and look so stunning. More beautiful so, than you could ever believe. I'm wearing a, a floor-length gown. Yeah, It's really... Does it get tangled in your gamer chair, Everjuice? It does. It <laughs> does. It does. The whole bottom is destroyed, but... Well, it's the fringe sequin that I think would be the most yeah, complex the, part. But the expensive but... fringe sequin, like the mm-hmm. $80 a yard one. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that one. <laughs> and is your logo, like, in some of the sequin? It's very... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very it's intricately intricate. made. They're like... You know when people draw their names on rice at theme parks? Yes. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> that was on the mood board. Yeah. But enough about how great juice looks. And the more. pyrotechnics behind you are really, really Thank cool. you. Thank I you. I can't Thanks. believe you're not even sweating. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just used to it. It's the best you've ever looked. <laughs> okay. 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 But we're here with the one and only Irma Gerd. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Check in with Hi, me. Hi, I'm feeling fantastic. Hi. I, yes, I'm, I'm here, you know, as I said, in full drag, looking stunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you both can confirm that. Yes. Confirmed. Uh, confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah. And uh, I I mean, I won Drag Race Season 3, which 
is pretty cool. So really happy to, you know, gift you guys with me, the winner here yes. on your podcast. Three winners, actually. I won season one, Cynthia won season two, and you won season yeah, three. The How crazy. How could they even afford to do this podcast with us? I, it's insane. Yeah. I don't know I noticed, it. I noticed it was a shorter season, but I was like, I don't, I don't mind. Irma won. We're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We did. Well, wasn't there? An I article? feel really good. Wasn't there an article that came out when you first were announced? Oh my god! Yes. So the promo came out, and one of the local newspapers printed the first drag queen to be on Canada's Drag Race. Because <laughs> me and the Cynthia first are- drag queen to be on Canada's Drag Race. That was in the newspaper for the first time ever. Ever a drag queen <laughs> on Canada's <laughs> Drag Race. A drag queen. <laughs> Well, the rest and of I us said it's about bad. damn time. <laughs> Alexa, play Lizzo. About damn time. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, but for realsies, what was it like getting ready in Newfoundland when you got that call for Canada's Drag Race? I know some of the resources out on the rock. Like, tell me about your process. Yeah, so I went to the one fabric store. <laughs> said, <laughs> "What can we do?" <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's a nightmare. But you've yeah. you had like a lot of like family and stuff help you, right? Like drag family and things. Uh, so I told one of my drag family backslash garbage file, and I was so tight lipped on this NDA. I thought they were gonna like sniper my house. Like I thought it was so. And then I learned later everyone else is a little loose lipped, and I, mm-hmm. I should have did that, and I probably would have had more help. Um, it was really choir. it was a crazy time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. You guys know what it's like. Yeah, It's a crazy, crazy time. And you have so much stuff to get together from conceptualizing the thing to finding somebody who fits that concept to getting the materials and getting it made and packing it. Mm-hmm. It's like... The mm-hmm. packing that I will say is look. the worst. Packing it is a nightmare. Did you bring totes or suitcases? Uh, those big plastic bins. Oh, work, bitch. Smart. Yeah. I did hockey yeah. bags. Ooh. Yeah, for some of the stuff. That, like, I know. I have them yeah. now and I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Irma, we have Just going to the grocery store, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. We've got a few questions for you. Where do you find inspiration for your drag? Like, is it just all snot? Is it all boogers? <laughs> it, yeah, I just sneeze and I, you know, that dizzy feeling you get where you can kind of see rainbows. Uh, then the vision comes to me. Oh, beautiful. Like one of those magic eye drawings. Ooh. (laughs) I see, I see. I love that. It's called micro-stroking. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) So like allergy season, are you just like floweth with ideas? Uh, Yeah, the ideas overflow. Yeah, it becomes overwhelming. You need to take a clear. My tissue overfloweth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting. That's me right now. I'm just nothing but, <laughs> but for real. But for real, I want to. I want to dive yeah. into psyche. What excites you about drag? And then you go. I'm going to lean into that as a, like a performance artist for for um for yeah your drag. Yeah. So I have a visual arts background, and I was doing paintings and prints and things that you would hang on a wall, and got really tired of having no engagement with the audience. Like you put it on the wall, and then it's done. A month later, the show is over, and you pick it up. Mm-hmm. But then I started to do drag. And you have a, an electric response with an audience. It's like, you're, you're seeing them, you're watching them laugh, you're watching them cry. And I got so addicted to that. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to channel my fine art background into like coming up with concepts. And I don't know, I don't have a performance art background, but I'm 
learning every day as I go. <laughs> I actually just watched the video CBC did with you back in 2019. And it was finishing yeah. you taking your makeup off on a, on a makeup wipe and then transferring it like a print onto paper. So yeah. cool for starters. Do you still do this? How many did you ever make? Like, I want one. <laughs> Great. You can have one. Um, for a low, low price of a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I was like, charge high, baby. Charge high. Charge high. <laughs> yeah, so I was doing those for a while. Uh, I've seen a couple other queens do those. You take the makeup off with the makeup wipe and they sell the makeup wipe. But I like the idea of it being archival. Mm-hmm. So I was on the, on the print. And, and I don't know actually how archival the makeup side of it is, but it's on like a fine art paper, like embedded in with a press. So it would be very unagreed if it starts if it starts growing mold over a while. I feel like that's very on brand. That's so on brand. Yeah, Yeah. I should check on your fine ass background. Were you like painting and drawing, or were you printmaking? Mostly printmaking. Cool, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. cool. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, So the the face prints were a real good crossover. Kind of taught me that my fine art background and my drag background weren't two separate things. Like my drag is art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what a lot of us go through with like drag and who who started out as artists and went into drag. We have to sort of like get over that idea that drag isn't just like superficial being like, I'm just so pretty. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's an actual art form that we can create and make things rather than just being like a performance artist. We, we are a little bit more well-rounded than that. It's not so superficial. Yeah. Well, you can use it to tell stories like theater. And you can use it to visually show off something like something in a gallery, right? Yeah. So many aspects to it. We're works of art. What's one of your what's one of your top lip sync songs to go to, Irma? Do you have a do you have a song that you're like, that's me, that's Irma? I love Bjork. I love Oh So Quiet by Bjork. Uh, And I love to scream during it. (laughs) (laughs) I need to see this. And you saw me do this weekend up brunch. Yes. Uh, You saw me do um make your own kind of music by mama cass and i don't even lip sync for half of it i just play a recorder badly and then you you were <laughs> handing out kazoos in the audience yeah oh i hate that <laughs> well, that was fabulous kazoo <laughs> so they're fun. so annoying uh, and then people yeah and then everybody's honking for the rest of the drag show it's yeah. so good yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god you're such a you're such a i couldn't goal. hear my song i missed my start irma because you were drinking <laughs> <laughs> do you do you feel like you were sabotaged? Yes, you winked at me yeah. while you did it. Sabotage, <laughs> sabotage, the winking, the winking. Wait, beat. you see some girls winked. wink a lot. Did I wink? She's just sabotage. winked. Yeah, sabotage. She's winking at me. Yeah. Sabotage. You keep saying it's like a it's like a thing in her eye. It's not. No, it's me winking because I'm sabotaging it. Sabotage. Oh yeah, I got to meet both of you. Yes, over the course of this yeah, season. Yeah, you and we you and I had the episode exactly. Juicy, you hung out. When was it again? Uh, I was in Newfoundland uh, for the premiere four weeks ago, four or five weeks. Yeah, time flies, and yeah, time. I just got to hang out with Irma this weekend, and it was fabulous. I love Newfoundland, and now I have a new a new pal, new little girly. I think you're both planning on moving here. Is that correct? Honestly, I, there is a world um, where I could do that. Uh, there is a world where I would never. But thank you so much for the invite. I would <laughs> love to visit. I love to see whales. Um, I'll be talking to Mr. Box and convincing. Him yes, Mr. Box. Mr. Box would probably love to move there, but not not, not me. <laughs> My goal is to just like get every person who's ever been on Drag Race to move to Newfoundland and then trap yeah. them. 
Drag yeah. Race Island mm-hmm. is what we'll call it. It'll be like Survivor. <laughs> but, oh my but God. Milk Island. Milk, Milk Island. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of, of dreams, uh, what's one dream project that you really want to make reality in the future? Like what are what's one thing you really kind of want to just roll with? So I think I could realistically do a one woman show and take that on the road, but I would love to do a show with my entire drag family. So we're called the Flem Fatales <laughs> and we're an all non-binary drag collective here living on a rock in the ocean. Yeah. And the amount of talent in this house is just cuckoo bananas. But we're a big fan of the Flem Fatales. Is what we, love the we love the Flem Fatales. We love the Flem Yes. <laughs> I do too. They're so cool. Yeah. So and I like- think that, so like a, a collective showing like some sort of cast ensemble show would be so phenomenal. You have to do that. Yeah, we've done a number of shows at this point and they're kind of narrative based. They're half theater, half drag show. They're stupid. They're smart. And I love using drag to tell a story. Yeah. And especially a story tap that can dancing. make people laugh and cry and tap dancing and tap dancing. Yeah. If she's not tap, tap dancing. Tap dancing. <laughs> If you're not tap dancing, you're only getting half the story. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were actually saying about that tap dancing moment is that there's always one thing in a musical where you just no one can make it good unless they're like so deep into that. Like there's they lean so deep into it. And we were like, that was the tap dancing. They were just like, it was just the hardest thing. Anybody who got that tap dancing would be like, fuck this tap dancing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can I can I go tea on the, the tap dance? Oh, get it going, baby. Diva, please. You said NDA? <laughs> Fuck it. I, I signed the NDP, but, you know, we're going to break it. Uh, <laughs> so everybody got to rehearse in the evening, and Giselle and I did not get any evening rehearsal. Mm. And we were not very happy about that. So the next morning we go in and we're like, what? Well, we have to learn how to tap dance and then do our rehearsal and then <laughs> do the thing. <gasps> So truly, like, we just taught ourselves how to tap dance. Sabotage. (laughs) Sabotage. Yeah. Sabotageo. Sabotageo. Sabotage. And I know some of the other girls had more difficult choreo things that they had to learn. And they told us, you know, you're not going to get equal amounts of rehearsal. But being able to sleep on your choreography is a great way to embed it into your brain. And we didn't get that. Fun fact, if you get it in earlier time, you learn it better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. It's like a fun yeah. little fact. And also tap dancing is like the easiest thing to do, I would say. It's like a little hard. It's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. And you know me. I'm I'm like the dancing diva of Cadre Valley, Newfoundland. So, oh, yes. you know, choreo is obviously something that comes very naturally to me. Very <laughs> naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just pops into your brain. Yeah. Oh, man. I just slip into Moira Rose so often. <laughs> we can't help Nothing it anymore with that. Nothing wrong with that <laughs> Well listen, we don't want to take up your whole day But thank you so much for coming onto the podcast We know you've been listening And um, I'm obsessed with you I think there's I'm a really bright future I'm obsessed with both of you, oh. love you. <laughs> Listening to the podcast is so fun I love oh. hearing your thoughts on it Oh my god, we're happy We really, we really want to make sure everyone is enjoying it And knows that it's just like lighthearted fun I've seen mm-hmm. some Reddit co- comments saying that we are too negative. And I was just like, oh my God. So <laughs> I like that. I like yeah, that. We're too negative. Well, I think I had a really good thing because I had you come here for the premiere. And then yeah. all season, you've been kind of like in my corner. Oh yeah. Yes. Cause I, cause I was like, I like her, but she's nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was a slow burn for like, me, but we I got there. I was like, there. Cynthia hates me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, did, I didn't like, ever think that bitch. Cynthia hated me. <laughs> yeah, you were just spiraling a bit that one day. <laughs> yeah, I spent a whole day, or maybe even two days, just listening to every single podcast that was available. God, and that's not. not a great thing to do. It's not <laughs> a great thing to do. So I do not recommend it. Only listen uh, to semi-qualified queens. That's the only one you and, need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I would scrub it. through the other ones and just kind of listen to the part where they talked about me. But I did listen to the entirety of <sighs> every episode of semi-qualified queens. Well, we love that. that. It was good. I appreciate that. Thank you. Merci. Now, Irma, since you are such a fan of the pod, we would like for you to, you know, shout out to your fans and shout out to the people who want to see you and where they should see you. So where, what do you want to shout out? Do you want to shout out your Instagram? Do you want to shout out TikTok? What? Just let them know where the kids can find you. Well, on every social media channel, I think I'm Queen Irma Gerd or Queen Dot Irma Gerd, whatever, you know, Twitter doesn't let you put a dot. Uh, so if you put Queen Irma Gerd, you'll find me. <laughs> That's Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Grinder, the Greco delivery order system. I'm everywhere, baby. Panago pizza. <laughs> So yeah. when you get off the where <laughs> in Newfoundland, Irma is waiting at the airport for you. No matter uh, what. Except for when Bobo came and I was waiting down by the harbor because I thought she was swimming here. Oh. She wasn't? Mis- misread the email. Yeah. Oh, I thought she would have swam. She has, I'm not going to say it. That would have been mean. <laughs> <laughs> body shame her? I was going to body shame. I was going to make a filler joke Jeez. about her cheeks. Jesus. I was going to say that her cheeks would help her float. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I love it. my sister. I love my <laughs> well, sister. Well, you <laughs> Well, you can say it and then apologize, and you don't have to mean it. Yeah, you yeah. just have to say it. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll. She can. She can subtweet me on Twitter like Miss Fierce Delicious likes to do. Jeez, you just missed Irma seamlessly tie in the script of the musical. Oh, I really did. That's a class act. Well, let's leave it on that, that note. Out. Let's you leave can it on that say note it and then okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Irma, we love you so much and we cannot see cannot wait to see what is next for you thank you so much thank for coming you. on the podcast Bye. stay tuned stay Mwah. weird babies Mwah. i just love Irma gird so much she makes me laugh she does she's such a sweetheart and honestly we just can't wait to see what she does next mm-hmm. we've got to get her around town we've got to get her around canada mm-hmm. you know get her to yeah. different cities because i feel like she's super fun did she do rattlin bog for you no no oh she no she didn't do rattling the rattling bog the rattling in the rattling but she did wear the paint by numbers look Ooh, was it nice in person Mm -hmm. she even quickly went backstage took half her makeup off and like quickly did the white uh the white side of she did what the kids wanted to see yeah yeah yeah. she did she did she did did white face she did a white face (laughs) canceled uh <laughs> but we're gonna get to some audience questions yeah 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 we want to hear from you we have an email here here i'm just gonna we have an email here from donka louis aka the rubber duck aka veronica and they say hi juice and cynthia i just wanted to say thank you to you both I look so forward to every episode and it truly feels like I'm with my best friends just talking about the most recent Drag Race episode. Drag Drag Race episode. Oh my God. 
Um, mental health issues are difficult to cope with and I often feel misunderstood and just overall depressed. So the fact that there's something I can look forward to every week just makes me make everything so much more manageable. I don't know why my letters are so small. I'm having trouble reading, but that is a lovely thing to say. Thank you so much. I was hoping you both could give us some shout outs to any local drag queens in your area and how to find promoters in our cities to bring our favorite drag queens to us. Sending you both and Anthony. Hi, Anthony. (laughs) Lots of love. Donka Louis, the rubber duck aka veronica oh my god hi again veronica we love donka louis <laughs> we saw both the duck and veronica and your bestie at brunch and one more event in halifax thank you for literally being the little brat pack groupies i'm obsessed with you do they have a little rubber duck yes um, gia named it on twitter what's it called donka louis donka louis donka louis oh that's cute that's why she's she's i believe she's like made a whole email address Oh, yeah. At hotmail.com. Okay, let's not... Dox her. Let's not talk. Anthony, can you bleep out the doxing? <laughs> oh, do that to Ali. I like, tell people where we live on tour. Like, what hotel I'm staying at. We're staying here. This is my room. And I was like, stop. Um, so to answer your wonderful question, as far as queens that I'm obsessed with, there is the dancing diva PM in Vancouver. She's choreographed some Brat Pack numbers. She is ballet trained. I am... I am obsessed with them. They're, what does PM stand for? It used to stand for something very scandalous. Like, how do I put this? Like what? Blank milk? Like. Pussy milk? Yes. Pussy milk? Yes. Oh my God, hi. <laughs> but then I I don't know if she technically, if sorry, I keep saying she. I don't know if they, they're non-binary. I don't know if they technically. Want to go buy pussy milk anymore? Yeah, yeah. Or if it's just truly like new, like PM. I, I hope it's pussy milk because I really like. But those that. are the origins of it. A pussy milk. And then I recently um, met this incredibly hilarious queen on the East Coast in Newfoundland named Ida Kumquat. Big fan. Huge fan. Big fan of Ida. They have this character, McGurdy, something McGurdy. Oh, was that the character? I thought that was just Ida. No, that's like a substrate of Ida, and they this character of Ida's screeched gia in to newfoundland which is a tradition where if you're not from the island you kiss a trout or like you kiss a fish you do the shot and it's this whole thing and ida turned it into a half an hour performance art piece that like was so funny to watch geometric sit through because she's like not the girly for it (laughs) (laughs) i'm just picturing to be honest and we did talk about it it was about 20 minutes too long like (laughs) like a screeching doesn't need to be that long screeching's like five minutes but ida made it like performance art and it was like i i just i'll never forget it so those are my two picks i thought you had a third oh my god and um venus yes from nb6 as well she's my like supermodel in the city i just look at her and think i remember when i used to be that skinny <laughs> oh yes venus venus is so beautiful so beautiful so beautiful and we'll we'll put all of the their acts inside of the description if anybody wants to go and follow these people so venus is incredible venus Venus, is it Venus Cunt? Is yeah. that what their name is? Yeah, all these very, very choice sh- vaginal yeah. names. My name's my name means a pussy full of cum, but mine at least is like mm, juice box, like pussy milk and Venus Cunt. Like my God, what is it happening? Over What's in there? the water? What's in the water? Pussy milk, apparently. Yeah. Um, my shoutouts are Perla from Toronto. Love, love Perla. Perla's very Perla's very sweet. And recently moved from Calgary, now in Toronto, really making a big big impact in the Toronto scene. Um, very fun, very sweet. 
Um, a recently sober girly too. We love a sober girly. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then I've got um, Ivory Towers. I worked with her in the summer. She's so funny. She's funny. Ivory is also uh, Ivory is a Twitch streamer with me, and also one of I think one of Toronto's top talents. So good. So good. I feel like Ivory is one of those people who is just like if we were to see Ivory on Drag Race, so I'd be like, this makes sense. Yeah. You know, this this just makes sense. Ivory's incredible. And then my last one, because you did three, I'm gonna do three. Um. Should we Toronto? Fuck it. Carlotta. Carlotta Carlisle. Oh, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Car- Toronto Carlotta. Not, not Vancouver Carlotta. I know I saw your face. No, no, it's Toronto Carlotta. Carlotta Carlisle. I feel like this is how much faith I have in Miss Carlotta. I feel like if she were to be on Drag Race, she would win. Nice. That is how much I love Carlotta Carlisle. She will walk into the Drag Race. The, the drag race. She'll walk into Canada's drag race and then I will blink and then she'll have a crown on her head. Mm-hmm. That is, I think she'll win. She can sing, she'll she can blink, dance, she she'll can She'll be fucked by a ghost. Again. 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 It's the blessing. Mm-hmm. Fucked by a ghost and then she'll win. I love that. I know. She, is she a seasoned queen? Yes. Carlotta, Carlotta is the girl in Toronto where it's like, you go to Carlotta's house, Katinka Couture makes your hit pad and mm-hmm. you sit and you gossip with Carlotta mm-hmm. and she'll be like, well, I thought about this and then about this and she doesn't do this. And then you and you hear like, with the hit pads being made. She loves Tiffany. So her whole house is covered in Tiffany boxes and so Tiffany cute. jewelry and everything. And she's very like high pageant drag. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm such a big fan. Um, so she's very like, but she's my age, which is so oh, funny, cool. but she's been doing drag for, I think like the get go, like mm-hmm. since she was 19. The get from, from the get, from the get, from the get. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, those are our faves. And as far as having them booked in your city, is that the question, Veronica? Yeah. I think it's how to find promoters in our cities to bring our favorite drag queens to us. So what they're saying is, I think how, how to, to connect bring, these queens yeah how to connect these queens and then also us because we love money we love money and we love to meet you mm-hmm. but also money i say like slide into the dms of promoters like on their social media accounts tagging the people we just mentioned tagging ourselves like truly like the the era we live in through social media like people will look online as far as like who's interested yeah. and want to see these queens come to areas. So like kind of, kind of rally the troops. Yeah. Like I know drag fest or uh, I know there's a bunch of people, I think in Australia and I think in the UK, they've been doing these things where they're like this, this festival's coming up the first queen with 50 tags. We're going to contact to come here because they obviously see the poll. Mm-hmm. So if you're writing on like, if you're like seeing these posters or you're seeing these promoters promote things, right on the thing being like oh my god i hope next time you can bring this person or we would love to see this person and the more people do that and the more they see the people wanting them they're going to bring them because the promoter sees there's a want for these people these people are going to come to the show i'm going to make money because at the end of the day it just comes down to money yeah and if they see that they're going to have a full house because these people are coming then they're going to bring them in absolutely yeah so that's our that's our answer danka louis thank you for your question aka veronica yeah and also, uh, we're always open for questions. We love a voice note. <gasps> we're obsessed with the voice notes. We like, love a voice note. Don't you all want to hear yourselves on the podcast? Don't you want to? Don't you want to hear yourself in your ears? Like we can make this happen. Sing us a song. Sing us a song. L E M O N. Ain't gonna make it to the end. <laughs> I remember they sang that in our very last Untucked at the finale, but because I wasn't there, me and Kai just looked at each other like, what are they singing? <laughs> what are they singing? What are they saying? <laughs> Anyways. 
Um, but this has been a great episode. Thank you guys so much. We are going to be back next week with another brand new episode covering episode eight of eight. Canada's Drag Race Top season three. Top five? Top five. Top five. We're getting to the end. We're getting to the end. I know. Do you know what? I have a question. Yeah. I have a question. And I have a question for the viewers. And we're going to also post this on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. This season's ending. What do we do next? What are we doing next? What is what is the next step for semi-qualified queens? What do you want to hear from us? You know, is we it, want to know. We want to know. We want to know what topics you want to hear, what we want, what we should cover, how we should go about things. Because we've been really kind of dedicated to interviews and talking about Drag Race. And I think it's time to do other... To branch out. To branch out. I think it's time to branch out. There was... I had someone um, spark the idea of covering Call Me Mother. Oh. But that would be kind of the similar formula. So part of me is like, we could do that. We could have non-drag related guests or keep it to alumni from the show we would love to hear from you we're going to keep poking your brain because we just want to do this for you we love having the podcast we love having the listeners but we want to make sure it's things you want to listen to because we're sitting talking to you we don't want you guys to just be like wow they won't stop talking about their tvs (laughs) (laughs) cynthia got to see my tv today was very exciting it's really big it's really big (laughs) Irma brought it up when we were in Newfoundland. She was like, yeah, you're 68 inch TV. I was like, oh my God. Sorry, mine's 75, so 75 inch. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us at the account Semi-Qualified Queens Pod. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at SQQPod. Use that hashtag Semi-Qualified Questions. Or you can email us at semiqualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com. And don't forget our Instagram is always open for voice notes. Or you can even record a voice note or a video and send it to us on Gmail. We won't be able to show the video, but my God, it'll be fun to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Cynthia Kiss. And I'm Juice Fox. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.